Hello, everyone. We're on episode 49 of The Sassy Truth. In today's episode, I am talking about intermittent fasting. So you've probably heard of this trend before. If not, maybe you want to learn about it. Maybe it's something that you heard your neighbors doing or your doctor or, you know, just someone. You read it on the internet because everything you read on the internet is true, folks. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I learned that from the internet. Um, so anyway, intermittent fasting, what is it? It just means that you basically don't eat for a certain amount of time. So um, there's millions of different, not, maybe not millions, but a lot of different ways to go to do intermittent fasting. So the basic definition I can give you is not eating food for 12 hours or more. So 12 hours is your minimum window there. So not eating food for 12 hours or more constitute as constitutes as intermittent fasting. Probably the most popular one I would say is the 16-8 method. So like 16 hours of fasting, so 16 hours of not eating, and then 8 hours of consuming your meals. Now there's like the warrior one where you do 4 hours of eating and 20 hours of fasting. There's people who will go a whole 24 hours, you know, maybe they do that once a week or uh, once a month or something like that. And I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of intermittent fasting, why someone would do this, and actually overall why I would recommend not doing it. So before I give you my opinion, I am I am not a doctor, I am not I'm a trainer. I have I sh- I'm not telling you how to do this. I'm just giving you the information that I have and you can do with that as you will, but I am not prescribing anything for anyone. I did try out intermittent fasting myself. I did it without fail for three months to test it out so that I'm actually able to give my experience on this. And it was also when I did this, it was a time in my life where I had just finished my last powerlifting meet and I had gained a lot of weight back because for powerlifting for me, I gained weight, um, overtraining, like I gained a lot of muscle mass and, um, then I had to cut weight. So I was, I had also gained a little bit of fat. When you bulk, uh, you might gain a little bit of fat as well. So I was cutting weight for my meat. I did my, my powerlifting meat. And then after that, it was like, it was binge city. It was so bad. And it, it brought back a lot of like my eating disordered behavior. And I even, this is, might be too much information for you, but like I said, it's the sassy truth. I'm going to give give you everything I've got. Um, so my powerlifting meet was in March of, what year was it? 2016 or 2016. And so Poonchki Day, Fat Tuesday in February, I was cutting weight. So I obviously couldn't eat a Poonchki. So I froze a whole bunch of them. And then after my powerlifting meet, I got back home and I defrosted them and I ate three of them in one sitting and then I threw them up. How horrible is that? How unhealthy does that sound? But this is real life. This happens to people. People do this. People that you have no idea what is going on in their life and um, I share these things with you so that maybe you look out for these things in your children. Maybe these are behaviors that you've had in your past or are currently part of your life. And I just want to tell you that it's okay 
you know, but it's, but you need to, to reach out and, and find help from, from someone. And, um, so anyway, that was in like March time. So my powerlifting meet was in March. Um, that was like my, my big kind of, I would guess I would call it a relapse of my eating disorder that I had had years before. And, then I found intermittent fasting and I was, cause I had gained this weight and I was looking to lose it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out intermittent fasting. And this was when I was just starting off, um, my career as a trainer outside of, of school. I had been training for several years during school as a personal trainer. And this was when I was graduated, had more of an education and was like, I'm going to try out intermittent fasting. And so what I did is I did some research on it. I decided that I was going to do the 16-hour fast and then the eight hours of eating. So I really just didn't eat from, what was it, like 8 p.m. until 1 p.m. the following day. And so I mostly skipped breakfast and would eat a later lunch. And for me, this made me, oh my gosh, so hungry. It wasn't as bad on the weekends when I would sleep in till probably nine o'clock ish. And then, you know, I'm only waiting three or four hours until I eat. But at the time I was a personal trainer. So on the weekdays, I would be getting up at four o'clock in the morning training people, which is no easy job. If anyone who's a personal trainer knows you are exhausted after teaching. And this was the time I was teaching like you know, five, six classes at least in a row, you know, and then maybe I'd have a break and go and go back at it. And so I was just so hungry, starving. I had headaches, um, like brain fog where words would not come to me. I'd be like, what is this food flipper? It's, oh, it's, oh fuck. It's a spatula. Like things like that, where I should definitely be able to make those connections a little bit quicker. So I did lose weight over this process. Um, I probably lost around 10-ish pounds and, you know, flattened out my stomach and, you know, life was great, except life wasn't great because I would make food and take it with me for the day so that I could eat exactly at one o'clock. I would literally count down the seconds to eating at one o'clock. So this was making me way more food obsessive. This was not a healthy way to go about trying to lose unwanted body fat and weight. And I was ultimately successful in my goal of losing weight, but unsuccessful in keeping myself healthy. This was not healthy in that. Um, I came to that realization, um, and decided that intermittent fasting was was not something that I could sustain long term. So that means that it's probably not a diet that is going to work for you. And um, if you think about it, we kind of get intermittent fasting just with everyday life. So if I eat dinner at six o'clock and I eat breakfast at 6 a.m., I mean, that's a much more realistic schedule for intermittent fasting. And it's a schedule that I don't have to obsess about. I don't have to count down the seconds until I get to eat. And if I eat 11 and, at 11 and a half hours instead of 12, like that's totally fine. Nothing, I'm not going to not gain weight or gain weight because of that. That's not how the body works. And the whole idea behind intermittent fasting, why people usually lose weight on it, is because you're shortening your eating window. 
So if I only have eight hours a day to eat instead of 12, that's four hours out of the day that I'm not eating any sort of calories, right? So I could still eat just as many calories in eight hours as I do in 12 hours. It's just less likely. Same thing with like the warrior. They call it the warrior version, I believe, which is eating for four hours. So you're going to tell me I'm going to sit down, binge like a motherfucker for four hours, just inhale my food, probably not enjoy it, probably end up with a stomach ache, and then try and function for the next 20, being a bloated mess. And by the time I feel good again, it's, you know, I'm starving and then I have to eat a whole bunch of food. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And the reason why a lot of people do it, number one, is for the weight loss. But they're not doing their research either before going into this. So um, you need, if you, if intermittent fasting is something that you're super passionate about and it works for you and it's not obsessive, okay, great. Um, But you need to break your fast with fats and proteins, Um, so that's definitely going to be your best way to, to break your fast, to make sure that you're doing this properly and not just eating a bunch of crap after you do your fasting because then that just defeats the whole purpose. And other people, other people I've, I've done research on why other people would do intermittent fasting and some people do it for aging effects. I guess Ben Greenfield is a big proponent of intermittent fasting and he always talks about telomeres, your telomeres and how um, by you can lengthen your telomeres to reduce the effects of aging by doing intermittent fasting. Okay, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But honestly, I think you're going to age a lot faster if you're super obsessed about food, you're fucking hungry and you're a bitch to everyone all the time because of how hungry you are. That's going to make me age even faster. So I don't give a fuck about my telomeres if I can't enjoy my life. Okay? That's, I think that's fair. Now, reasons why I definitely think intermittent fasting is not for women. Um, there's a woman that I've done, done read a lot of her research. It's um, Dr. Um, Stacy Sims. And she talks about, especially female athletes, how intermittent fasting just is not healthy. Um, it, it interrupts your hormones. So it can cause you to not have a pyramid or not have a pyramid. Oh dear Lord. I need to take a nap, <laughs> not have a period. Those are super important. That means your hormones are regulating. If you have your period every 28 days, that's normal. If you're not having that, that's not healthy. And that was me for a really, really long time. And my doctor's solution for that was, oh, we'll just put her on some birth control and call it a day. Okay. So then I've been on birth control for the past 15 years. I finally go off of it. Now my hormones are all fucked up all over the place. And now I have this horrible acne that I am just doing everything I can to get rid of. So, and all of this stemmed from me not being healthy and not eating enough food. And this is how it has affected me 10, 15 years down the road. That's not okay. This is not how we help people. Children, at this time I was a child, I was 14. That's not okay. Pay attention, people. Come on. And for women, what this does is the intermittent fasting usually makes you feel anxious and almost angry and like you can't process your emotions and calm down. And they say that's because it affects your sympathetic nervous system. Um, And we don't want to feel that way. 
It um, interferes with your glucose control, so you have bad glucose control. So your glucose is spiking and crashing because you're going from not eating and then eating a bunch of food, spiking it back up, and then you're going to crash later on. Um, they say that overall it can decrease your metabolic rate um, and makes you starving later on. So by the time it's time for you to eat, for me it was that 1 o'clock time, by the, I was just so freaking hungry and then I would just try and inhale my food and then I could overeat later on and not even end up following the plan properly. I ended up just obsessing about food, thinking about it nonstop. It was just like, when can I eat? When can I eat? When can I eat? And I didn't want to do anything fun because I was so fucking hungry. Like, no, I don't want to go and do this because all I'm going to do, I don't want to go to the movies with you while you eat your buttered popcorn and I sit here in misery. Because it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm past my eating window. What the fuck is an eating window? If you want to eat by your window, great. But don't set up certain times those where you can or cannot eat. If you're hungry, eat. Oh, hurts my tummy just thinking about it. And overall, the studies have mostly been done on rats, by the way. All the studies that I looked at have been done on rats, people. We are not rats, okay? We are not rats, and overall, whether the study was done on humans or rats, um, it was better, worked better in men. Overall, men felt better doing intermittent fasting. Um, and this is just someone's theory. I don't know if this is true or not. Um, they say it's because if you think about like our, our ancestors, if we go way back to the hunter-gatherer days... Women were more of the gatherers. They would stay um, at home with the children and, you know, they're, they're tending to that. They're not out running around literally hunting for meat. So even at times of low energy, men were able to get that spike to, in energy to go and, and hunt and kill an animal and provide a meal. And so they were used to going off of such low energy. So I thought that this was just interesting. And, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe it's false. Maybe it's sexist. I don't know. I'm just reading theories out here, people. You're going to take this information or not take this information and do with it as you please. But most of the science shows that it works better in men than it does in women. And women, it can really affect our hormones, which I actually experience that so I believe that to be 100% true and you know everyone's different so you can absolutely interpret this however you'd like but I would definitely recommend doing your research maybe talking to your doctor or your dietitian about intermittent fasting before you try it if it's something that you're really hell-bent on doing make sure you do your research if not, I recommend not doing it. I think that people, if your main goal is just to lose weight, there's much easier ways that aren't going to affect you in such a drastic way, you know, affecting, you know, your hormones, your metabolic rate, your visceral fat, um, you're not obsessing about food, you want to have this positive relationship with food. And I feel like intermittent fasting just really fucks you up. Uh, it's not something that I recommend to clients, but Honestly, it is something that I used to recommend to clients because, what was it, you know, three and a half years ago, 
it was working for me. I was losing weight doing this. But the reason why I was losing weight was because I wasn't eating enough food. I wasn't eating, you know, so let's say I needed 2,000 calories a day to just maintain. Well, maybe I was eating 1,500 a day. So I was losing weight and that's why I was starving the entire time. Instead of taking a more realistic approach and being like, okay, I'm going to go into a 100 or 200 calorie deficit per day. I'm going to eat three square meals a day. I'm going to stop drinking so much alcohol. I'm going to stop snacking and eating like an asshole And I'm just going to eat fruits, vegetables, potatoes, meats, eggs, you know, and and have a nice day. That sounds way more realistic, healthier for me personally, and something that's actually going to work without fucking up the rest of my life. Because food and this obsession that everyone has with being in a smaller body affects us and the the horrible way that um, women are approached when it comes to fat loss and diets and all these stupid fucking trends. I saw Tim Tebow on TV the other day advertising some keto 30 bullshit. It was a bunch of shakes and protein bars that looked like crap. And he he probably doesn't even know what he's spewing out there. He's just like, well, I'm Tim Tebow. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want and try and make money. So they're preying on people on their insecurities, and I think it's stupid, I think it's unfair, I think it's rude, and I'm here to do something about it. So make sure that you talk to your doctor and do your research, talk to your trainer, talk to people that you trust and know have experience with this stuff, and if there's a question I can't answer, I will definitely reach out to other people who I know have the answers and find it for you. So I hope that you all have a really wonderful day. And really think about intermittent fasting and why you should or should not do it. Why you should really look into what's happening in your body and not just what this could do for your looks and for your weight loss. There are better ways to lose weight if that is your goal. So have a great day. Make good life choices. And I will see you next week on The Sassy Truth.